0: Following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about
1: this, Cowboys?
0: Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield exploding down the sidelines.
1: This
2: is Hanging With The Boys, presented by Wingstop where flavor gets
0: its wings. Now, your hosts Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Shannon,
1: Victory Monday in Frisco, Texas. Welcome to the show, the SWBC Mortgage Living Room Live in Frisco. Thank you Wingstop for bringing the show this amazing show once again to the people, the people's choice show. Today, we celebrate victory. We've only did, gotten to do that four times so far this year, and it's a good feeling. And you know what's even a better feeling, fellas? Feeling. We actually get to talk today because Jesse Holly is not on the show. He had some business he had to take care of. Jesse's Jesse big timing us today. He is big time in us. He is calling the Army Navy game. He's the color announcer for the Army Navy game today. No,
3: he's not the Army Navy game. Oh, it's not the
0: Blue Gray, man. No. The Blue Gray. No. You, you've been oh, hanging out bad. with me, Shannon. You've been hanging out with me. My bad. You've been I hanging was, out with me, brother. I
1: thought he made it to the college ranks. <laughs> my bad. What is that? High school opportunity for? Yeah,
3: high school all star game.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, good for Jesse, good man. For a him, great though. opportunity yeah, good for, for him. Jesse. I would, I would ditch us too for an opportunity like that. So, how are we doing today? <laughs> you would you ditch doing us good, for Nate? far less. I, uh, you're, you and I have ditched you for far less. You were correct. <laughs> so, Nate, you were actually
0: almost right for once this season. It's been a while. I told you they beat him <laughs> by twenty-one points, bro. What was? <laughs> they beat him by twenty-one points. So you caught it right on the money, huh? Yes, sir, man. I, I called your mom. I called Miss Miss Gross, and she <laughs> said, "Hey, Nate, it's about twenty-one point." She, boy, she's been spot on, bro. Thank you, Miss Gross. Appreciate you, girl. All, all
1: right. So, Nate, the question for you and Kurt now is: Was this just? I mean, okay. I think we can all agree, two bad teams, right? One it's
0: one. No, no, you know, no. no. One great team. One the, the Dallas good Cowboys. Good. They won. <laughs>
1: One that had won two One that had won three Two bad teams But you still did What you should do In the NFL It is hard to win games Especially on the road No matter how bad The team is Even if they have A backup quarterback That's playing That Kind of came up lame In the fourth quarter With a Looked like a leg injury But you still went up there You took care of business Your defense actually Created some turnovers Your offense was able To move the ball Your defense is, you know, it it bent, but it didn't break. You did what you should do, and you went up there, and you won, and you won handedly. Is this a game, Nate, I'll ask you first, a game that they can build on, that they've got some confidence now, or is this just an example of a bad team beating a team that was a lot worse?
0: Well, both, Shannon. I mean, they're, they're not great teams, but – whenever you can get these young guys, man, and your veteran guys to see how things are being ran. And um, they had some success with those turnovers. And that's mm-hmm. what really got this team going. Those early three three possessions, three turnovers. And so this team got excited. They played well. They stayed in their lanes. Some guys like Thompson showed up, showed out, did a great job for them, uh, did some good tackling. I mean, I'm going to give you an overview. You know, I was talking to uh, – stand back and they were saying it was kind of in a cover two kind of deal where they kept the receivers in front of them and they did a great job because these two receivers they faced was some burners bro they were both near 800 yards a piece with two or three or four touchdowns a piece and what you didn't want to do is that these two receivers get loose along with with green and they kept these guys in front of them you know from 20 to 20 like you said earlier shannon they 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 prosper, but in the red zone or uh, in certain situations, they turned them over or got them off the field, and we have not been able to do that. And so, wh- whether it's a bad team or whether it's a great team, when you have this type of success, you know it, it gives you a a drive to get into the next week, and it gives you a fire to say, "Hey, can I do this again as a player?"
3: Yeah, I I agree that. You know, this this obviously they were facing a bad team, but they took care of business. They they got a much needed win, and so yeah, hopefully it's something they can build on. They're obviously still a long ways away from from being any type of contender, um, but in this this season has been such a frustrating one, such an up and down, mostly down. Uh, the last few weeks in particular have been really tough. To to get a a taste of victory is just something this team really needed, and you hope. I think the goal, Mike McCarthy said, his goal going forward is is just to win these last four games and really build some momentum towards next year. And so this is a start. This is what you needed. this this gives the club the locker room some good vibes and some positivity and something to build on going forward. So you you just hope that you know they can continue to keep it rolling. They, the rest of their schedule is all, you know there's no real powerhouses on it, so this is an opportunity for them to to actually, build some, some momentum and, and kind of take care of business and get, get where they need to be. So hopefully this is the
0: start of something at least. Your starting quarterback man was 17 or 23 or something like that, 185 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, He went into his home front, his old home front man, and you know, and you know, and he was bigger than the team itself. He was bigger than 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 Cincinnati. Hey, introducing the Red Rifle or whatever they call him. Hey, you know, wow, we got our old guy back. Hey, we got rid of him, but we love him. And here's the Dallas Cowboys come get three turnovers in the first half in the first three series. Hey, this kid had fun yesterday. He threw that ball. Did you see that one he threw in the end zone? To Amari where nobody else could get it, he's he's finding his groove. This is yeah. the guy that me and Shannon bragged on, which mm-hmm. we both turned on and doing doing this, you know, a few weeks ago. <laughs> but uh, this is the guy we bragged on, is, is it not, guys? Is it not Kurt, yeah. the guy we bragged on? Oh yeah,
3: yeah. We we expected him to come in and and be a solid backup, but the, you know, that first game against Washington was kind of a disaster, and he struggled a little bit. But I think you're right. He's he's. The offense is finding a little something. The, the, the offensive line is, is holding their own. The the Obviously, the talent at the skill positions is there. They just needed to give them the balls. And, and, and Dalton is, is kind of finding that groove now. He's finding what he needs to do. He's getting it to the right people. And he's not making mistakes. At least he didn't yesterday. He, he didn't pass for a lot of yards, only about 185 or something like that. But Yeah. Um, Short but no fields. Turnovers. Short yeah. fields.
0: Yeah. Shannon, I'm, I'm going to tell you what's so amazing is to a guy like me who's been a part of one and fifteen, who's been a part of three and thirteen, you don't know how sweet a victory is. You you mm. you know, as a fan, we y'all do know as fans because we, as guys and girls that are cowboy followers, we ha- we are so arrogant till so we can find victory in defeat, and so. Right, everybody. <laughs> and for so many weeks, we've been sticking it to us, and now the first thing they'll say is what Shannon said and what I've said, and you said her. Hey, that Cincinnati team is not a very good team, and then and then the arrogant Cowboy fans say, "Well, that's why we stumped them, you know. Mm-hmm. You know that's why we beat them thirty to seven. That's why our defense took. You know, we so arrogant in which we gonna stay that way. Thanks to Mister Jones, them being a the top five franchise in the world. So that's who we are."
1: I the think you meant to say, Nate. I think you meant to say, Cowboys fans can find defeat and victory.
0: You said victory
1: and
3: defeat.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. me. thank you, thank yes. you, thank you. Because it's about like it's about I ha- like the Army Navy game. You know, I, I mean, excuse have, me, the Blue Gray game.
1: I have never seen a fan base <laughs> that will take a win and just destroy it and be like, yeah, but yeah, but we won, but we did this, but you know,
0: I, that's I, to I each other. Feel you. I feel you. We'll do that to each other, but to other teams, we do not do that. Yeah. Hey, and you know
1: in in my two cents, I think you gotta make signing Andy Dalton a priority in the offseason. Like if this if this defense would have been a decent defense, you would hands down be winning this division with Andy Dalton as a backup. I think You know, for far too long, I don't know if the Cowboys have put a big emphasis on the backup quarterback position, unless someone's going to go out and sign Andy to a starting role somewhere. Like I he is a guy that can come in and has proved that he can run this offense. They can move the ball. They're figuring out ways to scheme it up to where he's he's not holding the ball too long. Like you said, Nate, I think he's finding a groove. And and I would make that a priority in the offseason where you get this guy back. Now, for the right price, obviously, like you don't don't want to pay him too much money. But I think he has turned into and is what Nate – Now, obviously, I think me and Nate maybe oversold him, overvalued him a little bit as to where we didn't think it was going to be a huge drop off with Dak. I think Dak had grown that much in the offseason that I didn't, for one, realize – how much better he was than he was last year and he finally was able to show hey I can put this team on my back but I think Andy Dalton can win you football games against good teams if he has a defense around him and the offensive line is able to give him protection like they could so I, I would I would make sure you get this guy back on the team next year.
0: Well see I, you know at this point in time great great comments uh, Shanna great comments man I'm not going against you but uh and I hate but, to say this, you know, a, a, but, a veteran guy, but that is so far down the list of what this Cowboys TV. But that is a great thought, Shannon. That yeah. is a great thought. I mean, I'm with you. Uh if, if we can if we can and see what Nate, you're saying what is, is predicated what, is, what, what, what is, he, you're saying is predicated on how how quick we can get Dak signed. That's right, what you're right. predicated mm-hmm. on. How how Absolutely. quick we can get him signed. And but what what what's amazing, man, is the fact that you are a cowboy fan just by what you just stated. You done went from <laughs> not going to Mexico to signing the backup quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you can find victory yeah. out of defeat and defeat. Well, how did I say it, Shannon? You can find defeat in victory. Yeah, victory. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I agree, Shannon. It's not a bad idea. It'd be nice to to have him and you got to think the starting quarterback market isn't going to be huge out there for him i mean he's he's obviously a proven veteran but i mean there's just there's just not many openings and so with his ties to dallas already his family being from here you hope there's a, an opportunity to maybe get him back with break, breaking the bank you're not going to be able to pay him a whole lot so
0: what you call it got mad at me yesterday y'all uh uh Kyle Yeoman's is that how you uh-huh. pronounce his name?
3: Yeah, he yeah. got
0: very mad at me because we was doing a post game show, and I was like, "What? What is this here? Is this a something to do with TCU or something like this?" You know him and his wife was doing. It. I said, "Is that a TCU?" No, nah, that's. A, I love you. You should know that, that I love you. And I, why did he get mad because I didn't know what this here mean, man? I, did you know what it mean, Kurt? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. didn't, I didn't know what it mean until the kid was like on the on the show on the, the post game show saying, yeah that's our way of saying we love each other." And I'm like, "Oh, what? What is that? A TCU Horn Frog throw or something?" You know, I, I didn't know. And, and Kyle got upset. Hey, I'll tell you what, you should know. Come on, bro. I've been married for eighty years. I love my wife, and all I do is say, "I love you, baby." You don't throw no peace signs up. Nate, <laughs> you know so that's that's I love you.
1: That oh. that is uh, that is hang loose. that okay, is okay, all right. Hook them or what right. Kurt does when he goes to rock shows. That's the devil. <laughs> yeah, where you yeah. bang your head, uh, and then oh, there's yeah. a couple of couple yeah. of other ones I could show you that we'll do off the
0: air that I'll let you know. Okay, (laughs) okay. Well, what is this when you got a mug and you do this? Cheers to the the Frosties.
1: (laughs) All right, now that Jesse's not here, we can actually take our breaks on time. So let's take our first break, and we will run some commercials, (laughs) and when we come back, we'll talk some more football on Hanging with the Boys.
2: Is your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the Star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs>
4: Download the Seeky app today, and when the time is right, let's go. Seeky.
1: Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, We've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear,
4: it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm,
3: and stop using candles to see at night. It's
4: just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are. dear! Did you just run into the wall? Nope.
2: May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT and T five G, fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide.
0: Switch to AT and T five G. It's not complicated.
2: Five G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area.
0: See att.com slash five G for you for details.
2: Back to hanging with the boys.
1: Welcome back! If you're watching the game in old basketball shorts or baggy sweats, that's for amateurs. If you want to relax like a pro, upgrade to the comfort of Tommy John Loungewear. It looks awesome and feels even better. It's got pockets for snacks and is machine washable for any unpredictable nacho cheese spills. Shop loungewear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 15% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. All right, fellas. Welcome back to the show, Hi. Nate Newton, Kurt well, Daniel, Shannon Gross. Yes, we are sir. we are Holly-less today. Uh, Jesse will be back tomorrow. He is he is commentating, doing color for um, for elementary school game today.
0: So <laughs> oh man! Shout wow. out
1: to Jesse Holly for making it to the big time. All right, fellas. Oh, it's funny, Nate. What are some things? What are some things you were encouraged by? Uh, obviously, the turnovers were a big deal on defense. Anything else that kind of stuck out to you that that gave you a little encouragement going into this, this you know, last few games of the season that you think they can build off of?
0: Uh, definitely, man. Just the ability to tackle what's before you. And I, and I know that, uh, you know, you're saying, oh, that, that, that we, for the last two years, fellas, y'all can go back and get the film of any game, and we have missed the minimum of 10 tackles a game. And you can tackle anywhere from three to 10 yards extra on those mm-hmm. plays. And when you got 70 yards of missed tackles, those are first downs. Those are virtually first downs are turning into big plays. So they tackled, I thought, well, I'm talking about our secondary, you know. Our linebackers, they were okay. You know, our down linemen, they kind of fill the gaps. when needed. to be, remember the little butt fumble? Well, you had yeah. two guys on each side of that tackle he, was, he ran into, that guard he ran into, or that player he ran into. He couldn't go anywhere because these guys filled the gap. And when you see that, good things happen. That was going to be for a loss. How, how yeah. many times have we thrown guys for a loss? And then I'm going to tell you what really got me keyed up and ready to go, and I pray this guy can keep going, is number 90. The law came yeah. to play yesterday. Oh, he, man. He Woo! is all over the place man Antoine Woods you know is coming to play I wish you know and I, and I know part of people are like big New No wants you to play a lot but if Antoine Wood can be around 30-35 plays at most a game to maximize him I think that would be uh be, be best but I liked how our secondary came up and made tackles you know Darren Thompson uh, came up and striking pretty good so uh I, I like that, man. It, it, you got to build on it. You got to be happy for yourself as as an individual and as as a team. It's kind of funny. Antoine ain't afraid
3: to jump in the air, is
0: he? He, was, he had a couple I, of I – mean, I was
3: going to say top he was rope. flying around, <laughs> literally flying around last night. Yeah. Yesterday. Were you, you Were you guys worried at all that, that – because in the first half, the defense really – I mean – Cincinnati was moving on them. I mean, they, thankfully yeah. that one guy fumbled his own ball, but the next drive, I was at times I was a little worried because they drove down pretty far e- and pretty easily until they fumbled again on that fourth and one. The guy had the first down, but he, thankfully Darian Thompson knocked it out. And so, up until that point, I was kind of like, you know, if they don't, if they're not fumbling, they're moving the ball. You know, are they going to be able to stop them? Um, and, and, but they,
0: see, that's the thing about it. It's it's a thin line, Kurt. It's it's a very thin line between success and failure in this game. Uh but you, you, you have to take the good and try to build on it. I mean, uh every week it's been so much bad and disaster for our team, especially defensively. And 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 you can't, you know, uh they're, they're running backs. They they use three different running backs. And each one of them, when they got into a rhythm and they trolled the ball more than three times, they was hitting us five and six yards. Mm-hmm. But when these, like I say, that's why I think our secondary practice well because a lot of times they just gobbled up our defensive line. You know, the few times that they didn't fill their gap. So this is a work in progress, man. And, 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 and I can't act a fool today because Jess ain't here and I can't go overboard. I got to. Divorce of reason. I hate that. But uh, oh, there's my dogs. There my no. dog, dogs. dogs. Yes, back. sir. You brought We go. So. Uh, encore. Victory. You hear? Him. Victory.
3: Victory. Victory. Barking. There must be delivery guy at the door. So I don't know what's going on.
0: But Shannon, what, what, what's your thoughts, man? I mean. Bring it to us today, brother. You, you, you just canceled your tickets to Mexico, right? I, no, no, I didn't. I, you know,
1: <laughs> I did not. I, I think you played a really bad team in Cincinnati with a backup to a rookie quarterback. Um, I, I think there were some positives. I think t- a turnover is a turnover, no matter how, how you get it. I think yeah. it's some positivity that you can build off of like you guys said Cincinnati moved the ball on them they just they they yeah. got cowboy itis and they just couldn't score they moved it between the 20s but you also got to take it into consideration like I mean they were getting people out of the stands to put them into the secondary I mean everybody they were dropping yeah. like flies you down to like practice squad guys that you just promoted the day before to the the active roster getting hurt so I mean you were playing with with scraps and you still had a solid defensive showing. So I'm not getting excited. I think there were some positives. And look, for everybody that, was, that were bashing Layton and Jalen for celebrating that batted down pass in the end zone like they intercepted the ball and ran it back for a touchdown – let them guys rejoice they have not had much to celebrate all year I am okay if they get fired up they need that enthusiasm they need to do that more often now I think one of those two takes it overboard and does it a little bit too much but if they want to get excited about making a play let, let them guys have some fun man but I, I I think there were a lot of positives I, I think the, the the offense moving the ball was you know was a big positive for me I, I don't you know, it looks like they balanced the running attack with, I think, Kurt, you sent the stat that Zeke ran the ball 12 times for four yards a carry, and Pollard ran it for 11 times at three and a half a carry. Zeke was, you know, dealing with the calf ailment, um, and they all, both also had two catches. But I, I love the way Amari looked. Amari looked like one of the top three receivers in the league. Uh, Andy Dalton missed him, you know, on that mm. one play. He he didn't see him so wide open. Him. And, and, yeah, they he owes actually, him one. He does owe him one. Yeah, they said they talked about it in the locker room right before they came out for yeah. interviews. But I think there were a lot of positives, man. I I, I'm, I am optimistically cautious going into this next game. I don't think they've turned it completely around, but hopefully, some of these younger guys and some of these guys that haven't got playing time before got got some got some reps. They got them on the field. I was going to ask you guys that. You know, they moved Tyrone Crawford around. Um, and rondell carter got his first snaps in the nfl are they nate are they trying different combinations to see what they have in game type situations or are they just doing that from lack of personnel
0: it could be a little bit of both but anytime you can get guys live reps it's a positive especially in a win in a winning type way you know makes that guy work harder um before I forget off the air, man, Coach Fieldman, man, you the coach of the year. I mean, <laughs> you the coach of the year, bro. You, you, you. I mean, you didn't even get, into, get out of training camp with your starters. And you've been trying to fill in and make things right and help these guys be the best they can be, man. And I hope we don't lose a few of these guys to trades or uh, to free agency, man, because you got some depth. You have some depth now, some tremendous depth.
1: What makes it, Nate? What makes an offensive line coach a good coach? Because I think that's one of the positions that, from a coaching standpoint, it's hard to tell what the coach does. Because you just think of offensive and defensive linemen as you block, you set up and you block what's in front of you, right. or if on defense you just you go get the quarterback or you stay in your gap. Right. Like what makes an right. offensive line coach a good coach?
0: Being able to reach out and his teaching skills has to be phenomenal because you're working with five guys trying to be have them on one page. So your teaching skills have to be phenomenal, and you have to be very very consistent. You can't be a a, a, a bad person one moment, a screamer one moment, then the calmest person in the world. Even though all those things. You'll go through through in a season, but you got to be the most consistent person and your beliefs and your techniques have to be the greatest In your player's mind, your system and your techniques have to be the greatest because you got to get five guys to believe to hook up in this way and, and how you teach that and how you get that across is more important. And then the ability to jet to adjusting games. When, when you've told these guys that, Both guards, you're going to have a guy over your head and a guy outside, depending on the strength, where the tight end at. These guys going to shift one way or another. And then all of a sudden, both of these guys sitting up over your head are in the A-gaps. You got to be able, when they come to the sidelines and say, coaching ain't like this, this, like this, and like that, and be able to relay that up to your offensive coordinator to say, well, hey, this play, this play, and this play won't work, but we got to go to this, this, and this, and then relay that back down to your players. So you got five guys you got to stay connected to on the string at all times.
3: How does that so it work? Like, Terrence Steele has, has seen some improvement. He really struggled kind of to begin with. But they've been helping him more, too, as far as it sounds like with, you know, shifting and chip mm-hmm. blocks
0: and that kind of thing. Your offensive coordinator is getting better and better, man. Okay, so with, that's, yeah. that's
3: that's what I was asking. Is, is yeah. the offensive line coach setting that up, or is it the coordinator?
0: Both. I mean, how, okay. Yes, sir, both. I mean, you you you, you truly – when you lose your starting quarterback and you lose a couple of offensive linemen that are all pro or maybe future Hall of Famers, you got a shot at the Hall of Fame, stuff like that, uh, you're at your a level. The way the Cowboys have messed, and I ain't saying messed up because at the time we thought it was great, but when this guy's making $15 million a year and this guy making 750 a year, that talent is like that too. So now you drop from 15 mil or 12 mil a year down to a guy that's making 750, you know he's not that that, that good. Well, this offensive line coach got to figure that out and relay this to say, hey, man, we can't do this. We can't leave this guy by himself at the beginning of a game. It's all about confidence. Don't leave him naked at, at the beginning of the game against the Cleveland great defensive end. You can't do that. He's going to get what happened to this kid was you left him naked, and you shouldn't have done that the first the first 15 to 20 to 30 plays, you should have always had some type of blanket. And people say, well, it's the game. He's got to learn. No, sir, he's got to learn to get your quarterback kill. No, that ain't the way you do it. <laughs> you, 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 you know, you protect quarterback one first. You get what I'm saying? And then yeah. as the game go on and he get a rhythm and he get a feel for what this guy doing to him from what he's seen on the film, then you you, you give him something by itself. But I think Coach Philman and especially uh, Kellen Moore has gotten better. And yeah. maybe coach um, coach um, McCarthy stepped in and helped him, but he's he's called the games better against good defenses and not so good defenses. He's called the game better the last, I think, three out of the four games or four out of the five games. He's he's done a he's done a better job. And the offensive line has done better. I just and another thing while we own it, Kurt, I think we should have started uh the rookie. They say he's back. Beyondish. I think we should have started him. I think yeah, so. I, yeah, because uh he did he did nothing wrong to lose the job, you gave it to him and you know I I understand Looney's a veteran, he's savvy, but uh, I you know, if you got a guy that's that's acclimated to the game not playing. Because that's that's, I, that's who you'll start next year, I hope.
3: Yeah. I guess I I thought maybe they didn't start him just because Martin wasn't in there. And so they, they didn't want all those young guys
0: in a row, you know. Oh man, come on! This this was Cincinnati, man. I mean, I ain't trying to, <laughs> I ain't trying to downplay Cincinnati, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I mean, I I just believe this right here. And 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 Coach Johnson taught us this: if if the old guy and the young guy are equal, what do you got to lose? Mm. Yeah, you know
3: that's true. Well, Let if, me at. Go ahead,
0: Chad.
3: No, go ahead, Kirk. Well, I was just going to. Shannon had mentioned earlier about how uh, Emmett and uh, Emmett, sorry, at Zeke and uh, <laughs> Zeke and Pollard had, had shared carries. Is that something that? I mean, part of that was due to uh, Zeke is kind of battling a calf injury, I guess. But some people are saying that's kind of the way it should be now. Today's NFL, we should be at running a uh, running back by committee. Do you think that's something
0: that? Yes. Maybe we'll see yes. more going forward. I, I I promise you man uh Zeke gonna cost you a lot of money to kick to the side of the road, so you better go with a committee to make sure that he's fresh towards the end of the year and that this guy that you're planning on uh sharing his time will have enough experience to be able to play in the big games because one day these guys may you know and maybe next year just as quick as next year they maybe have a shot at playing a playoff game or something or playing some meaningful big games you know, where they may have opportunities to really win the game. So uh, you, you want this uh, back by committee. I've never been against back by committee. You know, I've always been for that. But what I've been against is, and, and this year here I've been totally wrong, is, you know, giving Zeke the majority of the snaps in this uh, running back by committee. I, I've been wrong because one thing I've, uh, you always hear me say is I don't care. No one's bigger than the team. Your play, your play tells me whether we can consider you as bigger than the team. Your play and it's putting the ball on the ground is the worst thing in America. Uh.
1: Let's, let's take our last break. When we come back, I have a question for you guys. I want to know. I'm going to give you two players, and you tell me which one has raised their stock value more this season. Find out who mm. that is when we come right. back.
4: Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go.
2: Seeky. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, Book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game-day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play We are back and we're talking soundtrack talk here on Hanging with the Boys in the break. What is your tweet us with your favorite soundtrack? <laughs> we got
0: of Chris all yelling at time. us. Get back on track here. I know. I That's know, one thing hey. about Chris Bean. He steps up when he have to.
3: Yeah, he like, does. He get back. Get back where you do what you're supposed to do. Here. He
1: will yell at you in a heartbeat. I am trying to find the live reads because when I was looking for soundtracks, I lost him. Here we go. Hey, don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys this Sunday when they take on the San Francisco 49ers at AT&T Stadium. A limited number of tickets are on sale now. Get yours today at dallascowboys.com slash tickets. Okay, question I posed before the break but didn't tell you who I was going to throw in there.
0: Yes, now, who sir. Who do you
1: think oh. raised – they stock more this season. Uh, obviously, Tony Pollard, we've been screaming for him to get on the field more. I think he almost messed it up at the beginning of the year with mishandling a couple of kickoffs. Wasn't doing real great in, in the blocking uh, department, but I think he's become a pretty darn good blitz pickup guy um, and contributing to the blocking in the run game. Uh, I, him or... Dalton Schultz, he became with his reception totals yesterday only the fourth tight end in team history to post 50 or more receptions in a season. These are some nice names joining Jason Witten, Jay Novacek and Doug Cosby. That's some pretty darn good company right there. I think. We all had super high hopes for him. Well, Blake Jarwin, obviously. So you know, yeah. going down before the season started. I, you know, I think we have we feel really good about the tight end position with both of those guys. Um, and Dalton Schultz looked really good in preseason, and then right out of the gate, I think he kind of almost messed it up too. But he's gotten it back on track, and he's become a very reliable target. You know, this season. Who do you – Kurt, whose stock value raised more, Tony Pollard or Dalton Schultz so far this season?
3: Well, I think Dalton Schultz just because we really had no idea who he was or what he could do. Um, I think with Pollard, we at least – we kind of knew the talent was there. We knew it it was more about opportunities. And so, you're right, he did kind of have some miscues at the start of the season that kind of left you wondering some. But – I think he's really come on strong, and we're seeing the type of player that we knew was there. I guess um, I really thought his his touchdown is I'm not a touchdown, but his kickoff return at the start of the of the uh, second half. I think that was kind of the turning point of the game um, because you know the the Bengals had scored right before the half. They had a little momentum going, um, like we had said earlier. You know the Cowboys really weren't slowing them down that much. They would just been able to had some turnovers, but When Pollard came out and returned that kickoff, it really brought a spark and kind of changed everything back their way. Getting back to Schultz, though, I mean, who would have thought this? We thought he would be lucky to hardly be on the field. He'd be the second string tight end, and, you know, we just didn't know anything about him. But he's really showed what he can do, and it's kind of exciting. If we can get Jarwin back healthy, maybe they'll finally have that one-two tight end punch they've been talking about for years. Um, They should have two quality guys that can catch the ball. So for me, it's – it's Schultz just because he kind of came out of nowhere in some ways.
0: What about you, Nate? I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I mean, you can give it to either one of them. Just a great job of, uh, and once again, you know, you got to get Coach Pete. His hats hats off to him and running back. And I I don't know the tight ends coach name, but nice job. I mean, real nice job. And you know, one thing, uh, Kellen Moore. See, this is what we lacked last year and several years before. Kevin, Kellen Moore, I'm throwing you the ball, bruh. You might as well get ready to run your routes and catch it because if you come open and see it's all about repetition and being able to play. Keller Moore is not going to stop running his offense. One thing I've loved about him is he's adjusted it as as we went on, as he's gained experience. But have y'all? Have I think y'all both will agree, young man, that he's not stopped running that ball and throwing that ball around. And if you become open, he expects for you to catch it. And when a receiver knows that, tight end wise, running back wise, they're going to do their job. They're going to do their best to get open to to, to, uh, make this representable to the quarterback
1: true yeah what about you yeah Shayna? i i want to say tony pollard just because i've been beating that drum since his rookie year um, <laughs> and and i think with the value that he adds i mean we special teams is exciting now like we it's been a long time since you yes, since sir. you've been able to, to to you know have the possibility of somebody breaking a play and with cd on punt returns with with Pollard on kick returns now. I think there's a real possibility every time they touch the ball that you can you can get one of those 60 yard returns or you can get somebody that has the, the capability of, of taking one to the house. So I, I really want to say Pollard, but I think Dalton Schultz, we all thought he was just a blocking tight end. That was all he was ever gonna be. His I, I you know I, I don't know how much longer I expected him to be on this team. You never heard anything about his his pass catching ability, his route running. So, like you said, Kurt, completely out of left field that he has able to, been able to turn in this type of performance as far as receiving and got some pretty darn good hands, man. He, I mean, he, yeah. he he snags a lot of stuff that comes at him. So, um, and, and he's able to turn it upfield and, and get some yards after the catch, too. So, I'm going to go with Schultz.
0: I, I love Pollard, but I'm going to go with Schultz. You know what his saving grace was? What's he wasn't interviewed by Kurt.
3: Nah, you, you, <laughs> oh, are right you are correct. Do you are th- correct. What do you think that Schultz has been? Do you think he's provided what you expected from Jarwin, or has he been better? Has he been worse? I mean, how do you? It's,
0: I expected. A- I expected this from Jarwin, and I expected better. I I, I thought as the season went on, especially after if the, if he'd have been there and Dak would have got hurt, oh my God, him and him and the Red Rifle boy. Getting down that scene, and as strong as his arm um, is and as accurate as he's been the last few games, it'd have been nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, Schultz, yeah so Blake, Schultz, Lake Sweet man.
1: Schultz has uh, been targeted seventy three times. He has fifty one receptions for five hundred ten yards and three touchdowns. And you got what three games left, so he's probably going to finish around <laughs> six hundred six hundred fifty yards. You would imagine. I, yeah. I, I expected about eight hundred yards from. From Jarwin and probably about five to six touchdowns. I may have overvalued him a little bit, but that's 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 what I was no, expecting.
0: You didn't. No, you did. not you um,
1: did. So I would say Schultz is a little bit of a downgrade, but but definitely a huge upgrade from
3: what I expected him to be as the starting tight end. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I thought. Yeah,
3: I thought that. I think he's where Jarwin probably would. I mean, if you could get you know sixty catches, six hundred yards from Jarwin, I think that would have been expected given the other talent now two things one you know if Prescott had been healthy the whole year you might have seen better numbers from Schultz I do think that Jarwin probably would have had an opportunity I don't know maybe better in the red zone more touchdowns but overall it's you can't complain at all I mean Schultz has been I I think the thing huge fine
1: the thing that I would value Jarwin more than Schultz is I I have seen Jarwin run the seam route I've seen Jarwin make you know Big catches for a lot of yards, and I haven't really seen yeah. Schultz, you know, get those big 20-plus-yard catches. He's more of a, a control-type guy. You're, you're you're 5 to 10, 15-yard guy. And I've seen Jarwin, you know, example the Giants game. What was that last year uh, or hmm. year before last? I can't remember where he had the three touchdowns and just, yeah. you know, he's been, he's able to stretch the field a little bit more, I think, than Schultz. So I, I would probably still give it to, to Jarwin. So.
0: I, I'd say, ladies and gentlemen, you know, because y'all know I've been very critical of our offensive coordinator, man, and uh, still is in certain, certain instances, man. But th- this this guy has grown, man, and I would like to see with us having a better defense, a more uh, a defense like it was yesterday that took advantage of opportunities of strips and taking the ball. Just think, man, if we could have been getting that type of productivity yeah. from our defense as far as turning the ball over. Whew. What? What's what's kinda happened there?
3: Because the first nine games they had seven turnovers and now in the last four they've got seven turnovers. Are they doing something different? Are they focused on the They're comfortable. They
0: just getting the breaks? They're, yeah. They are comfortable. When you become comfortable, you become confident because you know where you're supposed to line up and what you're doing. Either the coach has simplified it and, and they've gotten to and they grasp it quicker or they're starting to settle into what the coach coach won't done. You know, and they're comfortable because Darian Thompson's made plays in the last two weeks. As before, we was looking at this kid like, "What in the world?" Now he's made <laughs> plays. You you agree? I mean, mm-hmm. so uh, these guys are getting comfortable. They're making plays, and and and, 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 and lo and behold, yeah, we're not gonna. Uh, it's Cincinnati. Yeah, it's Cincinnati, but it's an NFL team. It is an yeah. NFL team with, with 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 two nice wide receivers. Three if you're gonna count green is if he come back to full form before the end of the season. Uh Bernard is a uh, Giovanni Bernard is a nice out of the backfield throwing the ball to type guy. Uh the offensive line is okay, nothing special. The defensive line is okay, nothing special. Got a nice safety in, in Bates. I hope somehow we can get him. I mean, he's a nice thumper. He's a nice playmaker. He got three and a seven. So this team is not great, and they'll coach well. Uh, the turnovers was, was was weird for them yesterday. Believe me, uh, their coach was like, I-, I can't believe this, you know. We just handed them the game. And sometimes you get a game handed to you now, but you still got to be man enough to win that game when it's handed to you, and the Cowboys <laughs> were. That's Kurt, I
1: true. don't know if this is breaking news, but – uh steven jones had some comments uh this morning on the fan that you talked about during the during the break uh off the air you want to elaborate on those
3: yeah i, I don't think it's a huge surprise he just said that there's no way that you know they're gonna get rid of mccarthy, so McCarthy and they should be back yeah he, he said given everything they've gone through this season they still have high hopes for the future under mccarthy and, and what's ahead um Sounds like he did kind of leave the door open to some staff changes on mm-hmm. the, uh, among the assistants, but uh, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think would be a huge surprise to us either. But uh, he he did make make it pretty clear that McCarthy's not going anywhere.
0: You know there me you I, me I, I would be grudgingly changing staff members I would unless you're going to go back to the four three system. You know if you're going to continue to push forward to a three four hybrid system that you're in the majority of the time. You know, I wouldn't be quick to change out everybody. You know, Mm -hmm. I would be slow to do that. I would because now guys are beginning to understand what's going on. You got a plethora of guys that have played. Now you go out and you draft the right guys and you keep it simple early in the season. Don't this. The disappointing thing is if we draft guys in the top four and it's a couple of defensive players and they are not on the field on day one. That is a very, very disappointing thing. Then you should fire the whole staff. <laughs> because you do not, in this situation, where you are setting record pace on defense of being bad, that you telling me that we can't get these guys and that you're drafting the first, second, and third round the opportunity to play.
3: Yeah.
0: Don't that's a great point, Nate. Don't
1: be surprised if the Cowboys go on a four-game winning streak to close out the season because not only are players <laughs> not right. only are players oh, man, Jesse, playing for their here. job coaches are playing for their jobs too. So you know this isn't just like ah it's the last three games, we're out of it. Let's just go play. They are on a three-game job interview going into this final stretch. So do not be surprised if the Cowboys One play lights out.
0: <laughs> One more thing. I yes, hate sir. the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we win. And I told I told somebody to say I said the, the day we won. I said now watch them find the life to win a game. Yeah. Against right. New Orleans too. What happened? Come there? on, man. For real. <laughs> For real. Uh, uh, we win a game and all of a sudden they beat a uh, top a t- top ranked defense. Smashed with the, them. With the with with their backup quarterback. Thank you, man. I'm saying to myself, (laughs) they must be from Louisiana, man. And Miss Miss Grossman put (laughs) some of that hoodoo voodoo on them, bro, and brought them back to life. Come on, Cheddar. Y'all, your mom gotta do something different. Huh, Miss Patty. Hey, before we get out of here, big
1: shout out to our guy Kyle Yeomans. Him and Hecma got the call. The UTEP game on ESPN3. That's yes, they did. That's deal for those guys. I've been yeah, saying ever since awesome. Kyle, Kyle was an intern for us, that he's going to go places. And just, Kyle, remember the little guys here at DallasCowboys.com. Right. Whenever you <laughs> oh, go he ain't got no other choice, dog. TV.
0: I'll bust right. him up if you forget about <laughs> Shannon Gross. I will bust him up. Good job, Come Kyle. On, man.
1: Congratulations, man. Good job. So, <laughs> fellas, it's been fun to actually talk on a show and, and not have to just – Pull The reins back on Jesse, but I do miss Jesse. The show is better with Jesse. Hurry back, Jesse. We'll have to start back we having fun. I hate to think. Come on, Jesse. <laughs> good show, Kurt. Good show, Chris yes, Bean. Sir. Thanks for keeping us on the air doing your job. We miss call you. Call of Duty, baby. Boom. We'll be boom, back boom, boom. tomorrow. Victory Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. Victory Tuesday
0: <laughs> on Hanging with the Boys. Thanks for letting the Dogs bark, Kurt.